Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What Topic podcast. I'm your host, Owen Burkett, at owen.burkett. And your other host, Josh Deakin, at Mr. Josh Deakin. And we also have a very special guest with us, my good old Canadian friend, Mindy Sebastian. So welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Hello, welcome. So, yeah, what, what we're going to talk about. Um, so, obviously, you may have heard about um, slightly about of our experiences in the um, the creative industry in the UK, but we also thought we could bring another sort of creative um, in a sort of a different country, especially in Canada. I mean, obviously, you probably know mm. from only from your personal experiences. So, it'll be a good way to find out how much that has affected you with, with obviously the the pandemic and the coronavirus is happening right now um so yeah so we'll just get like a bit more in-depth like sort of experience like how you um being a photographer as yourself and um trying to get work and everything so yeah so that's what we're going to be doing for this, this episode yeah <clears throat> yeah so uh i'll say mindy will let you have the floor to uh, introduce yourself oh awesome okay well um <laughs> as said earlier mindy savison that's me uh my Photography page is Copperhead Photography uh, on Instagram. That's where you can find that work. Uh, yeah, so COVID actually did wonders for me when it came to my creativity. Uh, at the time, I was pretty bogged down with, I had two full-time jobs uh, just to pay off my university debt uh, so that I could go into my next step of schooling. And then I was in a really high intense program. So I didn't have a lot of time to be creative. I didn't have a lot of time to really release that type of energy until the, lo- the lockdown happened. And that's actually benefited me. Um, yeah, luckily for Canada, the way that we were structured and the way that my family was set up, uh, I was, we weren't struggling as much as some but we weren't also thriving uh, when it came right. to this. Mm. But I was I was able to be creative in that time. I see, I see. So what? Um, you know, obviously. Um, so when we when I got to know you back in two thousand and twelve. Wow, geez, that's way back then. Like, yeah, really? <laughs> give, give it more. Te- two more years, it'll be ten years. Damn! Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah. So you. So back then, you were like already like a creative sort of person because, like, if I remember correctly, like when I got to know you then, like you wanted to be an actor, were you, or were you just kind of phasing out at that point? No. Like, that was an interesting point um, in my life. I I had been doing acting and modeling uh, for a few years before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I had gotten there, it was a really pivotal moment for me in the mental health side. So mm-hmm. I had gone in the pursuit of acting and modeling, uh, more so acting. Uh, when I got there, it was more just, okay, it's a mental health thing right now. We got to deal with that. Right. And I ended up going back to Saskatchewan and then pausing, pausing all that and working more on myself. And when did you um, decide that you wanted to make the transition? Um, for, obviously, because I'm pretty sure that you always had that creative spark, but were you try, where, where did you find that transition to going from that to like photography? Where, where did you say to yourself, like, this is what I want to, like, photography is the thing I want to do because there's, there's so many creative mm-hmm. um, pursuits that you could have gone. So, you know, what made you think that photography is my thing? Yeah. Uh, so photography I had picked up just before moving to Vancouver as well. Uh, it was something that was always sort of a on the shelf. I'll pick it up every now and again. Right. I enjoyed it. But because I didn't have the consistency 
to work on the craft. It was more of a, oh, you know, I'm still frustrated because that didn't work and that didn't work. So mm. for up until COVID here, um, it had always been on the shelf. And then having that freedom to sit with my thoughts got me to writing at night. And when I was writing, I'm like, hey, well, what are you interested in right now? You've got to do something to fill this time because you're going to go mental. Mm. <laughs> like, it's not going to be. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I started writing some things out. I have, luckily, um, there are a few people close to me that have made a career out of photography. So it was sort of in the background always that this was something that could go further. Um, yeah, so in my writing and in my journaling, I ended up getting on the topic of photography and writing out all the reasons why I just enjoyed it what was it that I really liked and then something just clicked I can't describe it it was a physical thing where I went yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah right where you had your eureka sort of moment whatever um and then you know obviously basing from uh from other people's experiences was that like something that you kind of uh to get like in further inspiration from or did you look um at other sort of established photographers um to get like a more of a because there's so many sort of creative, uh, again, like there's, there's so many creative um, routes to find your style. So like, with, so, did you, so did you look at on like Instagram or uh, like just other, like established photographers, like to see like what you- Or even Pinterest. Yeah, or yeah. even Pinterest. Yeah, for sure. Like, so, you know, where did you find like your, I guess your stamp is like, sure. you know, this is, like, so, so that, that's the style that I'm going to go with. Cause obviously that, that's like a sort of another transition. It's like, you know, once you found your, your area you want to go with, you have to find like, okay, well, you know, how am I, you know, you know, what's, what am I going to do that to uh, find uh, the style that I'm more interested in? Yeah. <clears throat> so it actually all, <laughs> and I hate to admit this, but it all uh, stemmed out of some jealousy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You know something, you know something, it's weird you say that, but like, if if I'm talking like on the sort of model side of uh, photography, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, like portrait photography, uh, some models, uh, like, oh, it's weird actually, but like, I, I know someone who used to like, used to be like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, and like, they used to like take photos for each other. And then uh, when they broke up, the uh, the girl in the, in the relationship, um, unfortunately, the boy cheated on the girl. So it's an unfortunate situation, as you know, low love and everything. <laughs> Shazia. Yeah. But um, literally, like, she she continued pursuing what she did, and now she's actually a side model. Oh, good so, wow. You know, like, as you say, like, you know, comes out of jealousy or comes out of, like, you know, like, bad thing, uh, bad things happen, but good things come out of bad it, things. It, right, I, guess it, I, I guess it just feels, I mean, it's the same with me with my pursuits. Like, you kind of just, when people pat, sort of patronise you because you're in the creative arts, and then you mm. get angry about that, and you just go, and you go, well, I'm going to fucking show them. Like, that, that sort of thing, <laughs> that drive, that that sort of thing so was that somewhat similar to when you looked at other people's work and then you go like like oh, i'll show you and then you just went off that sort of thing slightly different but yes i understand where you're coming from um <laughs> in some areas but, i use that more in the working out area <laughs> but right yeah i know um, like you know i i see this and i'm seeing these individuals that are in my community and i'm going yeah but i I know these people or, or I don't, I know of them. And it's, well, why can't I do that? Like, I'm, I'm so tired of, like, I was so burnt out by like what I had said before the university, the double jobs, the really intense program, 
Mm-hmm. I was just mm. burnt out. And so I think being in that mental space, I started going sort of in the woe is me. And then that little bit of anger of, yeah, but I can do these things. I know sure. how. So then it's weird it is because like you think it's like it's it's definitely like most people describe it as a mental uh like you know breaking like your hair like you like you know a creative break or like you, but like you have that sort of feeling like that like everything seems like stale black and white like nothing seems to like have like you know bounce in it or excitement in it like it's like for me like at the minute like i'm constantly trying to keep myself doing stuff because um oh. I don't know what happened then. Sorry, the the anchor app just like said to me, "Oh, it looks like we're disconnected." Okay, <laughs> okay, that's good. We're not. We have. We haven't lost nothing. Thank the Lord. There, thank the Lord. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, like, literally, like, we got to. Um, we've got to just this, this season now, and it's like I'm keeping myself busy because um, I, I I think I do I do some from uh, seasonal change. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what they call it. I, I know the abbreviation um, is disorder, sad, I think. but I don't know what. The, the abbreviations like so yeah seasonal seasonal affective disorder that's it yeah that's the one that's the one yeah it's a shame that the acronym is I mean, it's right. actually kind of funny <laughs> it's very appropriate i only say that because i do also experience it myself <laughs> And probably living in Vancouver, living in yeah, Vancouver it's, didn't it's, probably did not help like in during Vancouver season. So oh, it was way better than Saskatchewan, where I am. Oh really? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, when you've got when, when when you've got somewhere very creatively pretty as well, like Vancouver, like I like I really want to go to Vancouver at some point. Like there's like I've got so many places I want to go in Canada. Yeah, I've only yeah. been like I've only been to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto yeah, I mean the benefit of like living in somewhere like Vancouver is like even if you if you you like you like the city life, but if you want to get away from that and yeah. you want to see like the nature of things, like it's literally right at your doorstep, and that was sort of the benefit for that. Whereas yeah. when I went to visit in Toronto, it's so much of a city life, and as much as I appreciate, I liked it. Like I don't hate it at all. It's just too much of a city life for me. And I need that balance. Mm. So I'm kind of glad that, you know, where I live, like I can go to the city, which is not far away. And I got the ocean for me. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like it's, you're, you're thinking in the same lines as me. Like I love, I love going to London uh, in the UK, but like it's, it's one of those things that like, I just, it's a bubble thing. Like you go into that bubble, you come back out of that bubble and you go back to where you live and you just appreciate those places for what they are rather than think, Oh, maybe I could live there. Maybe yeah. I could do my life there. Like for me, I feel comfortable being in the West Midlands, Birmingham. You know, it's 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 a very easy place for me to get about, enjoy things. Like it doesn't feel like it's too, you know, too much. Like I don't feel like you have to be like a, uh, you know, like a small seed in such a big place. You know, like and I think that's what you're kind of saying. Like you like to be, you know, somewhere that doesn't feel too big, but doesn't feel too far away from, you know, relatable big areas. Yeah. Can go and to. what about you, Mindy? Like in um, uh, Saskatoon, is that is that right? That yeah, you live. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, you know, from gathering from what I've seen in the photos, like I, it has a, it has very, it, it seems like very close to like the nature and like um, the forest and everything, but it looks quite scenic. So is mm. that it? Was that somewhere that you were? comfortable at the end was that like you were kind of saying like you know this is the place like because obviously we all want to find where our home is and yeah. and obviously when you moved to Vancouver like obviously that was during a, a really tough time um in your life um and then it's like um oh, yeah, yeah. you know what was that what was it that to you without being obviously I know that you won't 
saying anything bad about Vancouver, but was there anything that, but, but in <laughs> terms of um, like, did you say to yourself, like, I'm not comfortable here and I'm going to go back. And then you were saying to yourself, okay, I'm, I'm actually comfortable here. Like, no, um, I absolutely loved Vancouver. It was my place. It was my jam. I wanted to stay. Sure. Um, but you know, tales of the heart. <laughs> <It was laughs> Definitely the exactly. ex that brought me back. So Right. <laughs> and then I just ended up staying out of sheer not comfort, but an easier life because everything was sort of already set up for me because all my family is here. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um I mean I get them from the photos, like they look amazing. So from oh, so yeah. go 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 back to your photography. Mm-hmm. Um uh so so did you so did you start with um landscape landscape uh, photography at first and then gradually started to work on uh, start working with uh, other people like models and you know families and such like so did you do slowly like, transitions needs to be the consistent word for it but yeah. you know obviously that's a it's a consistent word because obviously we're trying to find our craft and yeah. so so where did you start off with like and then obviously when did you get comfortable to work with other people? Right. So mine was sort of an even mix of uh, landscape and um, models, but models in the sense of just my family members. I was right. like to come from a large family. So I had many siblings who had their own families who all didn't want to pay for. <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, come be my model. <laughs> it was a <laughs> You know, something, you're not the only person to have done that because a lot of people through lockdown have, have started doing self-portraits and like people have even started doing their, like even models I know have started doing their own pages where they actually go and take yeah. other people as well. Now, pre, you know, yeah. pre, pre-lockdown. Uh, well, post, post-lockdown, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I definitely did start using myself um, more as well because when I had the time off, like fortunately for me, my partner, he was able to work through... Um, through COVID here. So I had a lot of time, well, 50% of the time at home because our little one is is uh, from his past relationship. So she goes back mm-hmm. and forth half the time. Yeah, so I was able uh, to so... actually have a good chunk of time alone. So getting into that comfortable, setting up the scene, having time to take it down, nobody's around, let's, let's start figuring this out kind of thing was the huge uh, drum. And what did uh, what did you learn uh, so, from or like what was that what was the things uh, that you learned as you were Pinterest. Pinterest I used so much I still use Pinterest I 100% yeah I, I will Pinterest. take a photo and I will say you go recreate that um, you go figure out how they did it now you do it your way right mm-hmm. exactly I mean obviously exactly. you know Josh you must have started somewhere so you must have started like you know, I mean, where did you learn how to go from like starting photography? Did you learn like from landscapes and then obviously you wanted to work with people or was it like the complete opposite that you just wanted to work with people immediately or whatever? Well, yeah. But, mm, without, without delving too much into like my own story, like, cause I feel like we could probably do like a proper creator episode where me and you right. talk about our own experiences, but to lend to, to lend to obviously what we're talking about. Um, I, I, I started out doing landscape and, uh, and um, landscape and city like uh, bits like that, like that. Um, and and mm. I think it's like the, 
the, the way I started was like very much like out of like because I love going to the city. I like I took photos in Birmingham, I took photos in London, and like I kind of started out in London mostly building a bit of the community that I was uh, right. like you know in and out of. But like I didn't start most of it back here. And I guess what what changed my perspective was when I forced myself to do something completely new and out and, and bold. Like I'd never really shot with anyone like, you know, on a level like where it's like a model or street photography, like where you're just going up to someone in the street and taking a photo of them with your screen, like, you know, positioned at you and you can just go, yeah, I'm taking the shot. They don't know I'm looking at them. It's very natural and relaxed. Um, but when it when it came to doing something like actual like proper portraiture uh, portraiture photography, I like I was really like kind of like excited to just get out and try new. And I, I think one of the things that I always say to people that really like rings home about doing portraits, and I'm sure you guys uh, you know will agree on like you know your own varying levels. Obviously, you being a model as well, mm. um, Owen, and uh, obviously as you said, mm-hmm. maybe you've done bits yourself. So like it, it, it kind of you you get that sort of good feeling that like you're meeting new people, you're making uh, memories, you're doing experiences. Like I mean, even this afternoon, as an example, like obviously I would use you know I went out shot this afternoon, literally straight back home on the podcast, you know, keeping that creative flow, yeah. juices going, yes. you know, just talking about talking about us as creatives, and it, you know, the weather was overcast. That's the sort of yeah. photography weather that we want. You know, we love we love that. You know that just enough light, but not a lot of light, because then we've got the perfect times, uh, uh, the, well, the perfect timing for the photos to be like you know edited in raw. Like you get all that nice, unedited, uncompressed, mm, yeah. ready to go. Like yeah. high levels. I mean, you've probably done a bit of photography yourself. Though, so I mean, you I'm not. I mean, what, what I'm I, mean I mean, I don't have any of the cameras that are up to you, but then I've seen enough to know that obviously. I mean, my specialty mm. is um, using uh, motion, ca- like, you know, cinema cameras and stuff like that. But it's, it's still the same applies to uh, still photography that, um, you know, trying to have the right, you know, um, exposure and having the right amount of shadows. And it's just trying to use the environment to, like, create the sort of style that you're trying to aim for. And that actually, I really like that because it gets you, it puts you on the spot to, mm. you know, get your creative, to really show your creativity rather than just, you know, when you get to a location and if it say, for example, it starts to rain and you go, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, it's like, unless there's a very specific sort of style theme that you're aiming for. But if, it, if you were just open to say, look, I just want to go out and create something. And then you go to this location, whether it's raining or it's just not exactly um, how you intended it. You always try to make the most out of it. And nine times out of ten, like you, you end up going, "Oh, actually, I'm, really, I, I'm glad I did that." Yeah. So, um, I mean, mm. I mean, I mean, it, it was just, I mean, and it's, it's, it's especially so in in filmmaking, where whereas like you have to make the best situation out of the, of a really sh- shooting situation because obviously time and money is involved, and mm. um, and you can't really yeah. act like you're panicking or anything like that. I mean, um, you know, from the experience of um, you know working on 1917, like we had a couple of days where we were just literally sitting around like uh, when the sun broke out because it had to be overcast to match the continuity with the previous shots or because obviously it was made to look like a one continuous take. Um, so the best thing we had to do was, you know, just keep rehearsing until we got that five minute window where we could do a take. And then because we did all those rehearsals, we finally got to do the take. 
and so so it's it's the same principle yeah. of like doing that and also of just like you said like you're meeting people you're having a good time you you get to know how other people work but also getting to know each other like during that time so yeah it is it's, it's such a rewarding experience and i think and i just sh- tell people when people patronize about photography and filmmaking or just um the creative arts that they think it's just an unskilled or unviable um you know like <laughs> wish you sonic <coughs> um uh yeah no like, <laughs> you're uh, right there no, mention the name but uh no uh it's uh it, it's it's so but then you tell people like you know it, you just say to people like well yeah well it's a, it's a bit better than you know working in an office where most of the people you don't really you might not know or if you do know that you just do your job and then that's it done and same thing after day after day whereas you know when you do photography or um filmmaking anything like that it's always different every day and it's just i don't know for me it's just something more rewarding and i'd rather do i just would i'd rather do that any any type of day but at the same time it's a bit it's, it's also a bit difficult so you're trying to find a- other avenues to keep that creative juices going so yeah yeah definitely like it's uh, I, I just I just think that like um, and it, it's quite a bold thing to say because it really like it's like a life sort of um, I guess a way of like a, a point of in my life like I'm plotting but like it's 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 definitely not offer definitely not off for me to say that like without photography in the last I probably I would say I'm I'm coming up to my seventh year of photography now third third in a bit year in portrait photography and I'd definitely say that to say that when I was younger, I used to like idolize, you know, videography, YouTube, movies, mm. and stuff like, which I still do, don't get me wrong. But like photography, I used to, used to kind of like look at photography. I was a bit garish with it. I was like, yeah, mm, photography just seems a bit boring, but like really photography is it, it, because it's such a still form. It's like, it, it doesn't go much further than the phone, but it actually does. Like if you, if you put your mind to it, literally mm-hmm. you can create stories mm. from that. Like you can do photos that like, almost like go after each other um and the fact of the matter is photography really is like it's like another limb in my body for me like it's like it's 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 a thing you can't separate from me now like a photography really has changed my my life and my perspective on life like it's it's like it's as silly as stuff as like you know like the photographer's eye it's almost like spidey sense like you know you can just you can almost like kind of like use your own eyes almost like your obviously your eyes your eye your lens is in a way like the, the real life lens like you see your camera sees just about what you will see but not exactly so like you know like you can almost see when a shot looked perfect now as a photographer yeah, like, yeah. That built off of right. that um when you're saying uh how a still Im- image can tell this story but also that your eye uh the the camera's not going to see exactly what you see. And so to, to mesh those two together when it comes to my photography and my creative um, headspace, mm. it's I'm building a story, but everybody else is also building mm. a story looking at that photo based off of their own experiences, based off of how they perceive light, exactly. based off of where their headspace is, uh, the moment they're looking at that photo. But then the other part of that is, yeah, the lens only captures so much, but your eye captures something else because of all of that background story of who you are. Oh, just pushing that all together exactly. is like what was the key for me to be like, yeah, that's it. I like that creativeness of this is what I saw. What did you see? Yeah, definitely. Like, it's always like 
mm. interpretations exactly. of like what you see, like you know how you do. It's like the same thing with like acting, like or like or filmmaking. Like you know, you uh, people can read certain things in a different way, and that's what the great thing about photography and just mm. um, and uh, about photography and filmmaking that you can you know, everyone has, can read something differently, and then it's. Uh, yeah, it's and it's also just the depth it's, it's of it, also it? just um, when you see a, photo- a, a film they made or a photo they shot, you can you can tell for, you. It's sort of like an, an extension of that person who took it, and it's just and it's sort of like you look at it and you're yes. going to yourself like, "Is this is what I want to be remembered?" In a very strange exist- existential way. Mm. Well, that's it, isn't it? Like we we all like it's it's very cynical to think about it in in in, in essence because like you know. I've heard people who are like only turning like 19, 20 and they're already feeling like cynical about what, what their mark will be left behind. Like, it's that like, you know, that five year, 10 year question, like where are you going to be in those years? I, I, no one knows properly when they're going to, when they're going to be in five, 10 years. It's a very much a blagging thing. It's like, like, blag it it's like an so they want to have that social contract. You, know, like, you yeah. don't know where you can, well, you can I, move I mean, across I... the country. Yeah. You can move across mm. the country in five years. You don't know. It's like it, it, you make you make your moves now and you make your moves t- for tomorrow as well. Like you work on what's now and later and like building on that narrative with photography. Like, you know, you could be, you know, doing stuff locally and then next week or the week after you or even, you know, half a year from now, a year from now, you could be, you know, somewhere else in the world doing things obviously hmm. covered right now it doesn't allow much of that happening but like you can still like you know you can still grab from the so side just to go back to your point have. there um to build off of you know you were saying how some people think about how do i want to be remembered and that's like placing all of the power yeah. in somebody else's viewpoint versus an amazing an amazing man that has mm. seriously brought me from the lowest of low to where I am today and moving forward is a gentleman called Tom Bilyeu. So he does a lot of social media, just Mm. throw in the name Tom Bilyeu, you'll find impact theory, health theory, relationship theory. It's crazy. Uh, But something that he said that I decided to take home with me was um, this idea or this notion or this moral compass to say, which is how do I feel about myself when I'm by myself? And it's like, all right, so it doesn't matter how I'm mm. going to be remembered. How did I remember my life? Sure. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's true. Yeah. If you feel like you've left yourself in a good place, then. Yeah, but else that's going to come through in my work. In way anyway. Yeah. Exactly. That's like, it, it, I guess you could say, like, any of the big geniuses that have, have passed, you know, like, you know, obviously we've had um, Stephen Hawking leave us in the last few years. Like, like obviously he he was at the he was at the point in his life where like a lot of things were just really difficult for him. Like obviously I haven't watched the movie about him, but like I I know that like obviously you know his struggles were very like real for years. But like all that brain power was still coming from him. Like and he knew he he got to that point in his life where he'd he'd left his mark and he probably went he probably I mean obviously I don't know what happened at that point, but like obviously he took his like his life mm-hmm. came to hopefully a yeah. peaceful end. You know. And obviously, as I say, it's, it's quite a cynical thing it, to think about at the same time. But like, obviously, as you say, if you feel content, if you feel happy with what you've done, then you know, yeah, it doesn't like, matter what everybody else you like thinks. Like the 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 mark I'm going to leave is going to make its way throughout the world by the lives that I touched and the work I did. I don't I don't have to worry about that that message getting out there as long as mm-hmm. I'm doing exactly what it is that I want to be doing. Yeah, 
I think that's a mindset that we should all definitely share more often. Like, I, I think, I think we all get very caught up in like, you know, worrying about what other people think about us, and it's weird. Yeah, because, like, and it's just, it's like, no, f that. Too. I don't know if I could swear on this one or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's it's too late for that. Sorry. Okay. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. We already passed the point in return. When you when they <laughs> place that power in somebody else's hands to make that decision that your story was worth it or not, in the end, it's not going to be worth it. Yeah. No, I've been having to do that with um, when I was exactly. interviewing a few producers that I've been doing my short film. And I think one or two of them said to me um, to suggest it to um, uh, do it in a different direction. And I was just like the same principle. It's just like, no, I'm actually going to stick it to um, the way it is. Like, just it's like just because of what other people oh, say yeah, yeah. Um, that they want you to do doesn't mean it will be benefit for yourself. Yeah, see, and the thing and, they may be seeing something that you're not seeing. Oh, yeah, However, yeah. you should oh, yeah. do it start to finish the way that you want to do it because the only way that you're going to learn is by connecting those dots when it's finished. You can't yeah. connect the dots unless you're already mm. past it. Like you can only use history to connect the dots. Oh, yeah. Definitely, for sure. That's right, yeah. And so like, there's, there's, there's so many instances in life that like, you know, I think it's 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 a weird one. But like you know, when you like maybe a good example for this, like before before I start going off <laughs> off the track here in my my babble, uh, I think it's like you know when you start when you start a brand new job, like you're very hesitant about where your life is going to go, like how much free time are you going to have after this with this job going on, and like I think that's like when your brain goes into overload. But when you when you start to put the pieces together after being at the job for like you know like a month or two months. Like life starts to kind of piece itself out again. It's like it's like the moment that you maybe buy a new house, or the moment that you move, even just move out to a flat. Like these pivotal points in life, they're like the almost like like when you look like at credit, you know, look at your credit score, and like you just see like when you bought bank accounts or when you had a check yeah, on something. Yeah, like, it's like a going just going line, back into it? my creative journey here, where uh, Owen and I met in Vancouver. I thought I was going mm. for acting, when in reality, connecting the dots, I went for. A mental health yeah. break and came back and look where I am now like I'm back in the spot that I wanted to plus some yeah it's it's it's, it's taking you it's taking you through you know I, I think and I think this is the same for a lot of people like, I feel like I've been through different things like this but like sometimes it takes hardship and like real kind of like difficult times in your life to really like kind of set you in the direction that you're going to go like i think i think it's like one of those things like you're okay to make mistakes in life you're okay to have time i think it's part of the reason why some people don't go straight to uni after college or whatever you know wherever you are in the world like obviously you have like a gap year or something like a time to get your head in the right space and i guess obviously unfortunately having that mental health time wasn't the best it allowed you to see mm -hmm. where you wanted to go passing on from yep. that right I'll say, uh, I'll say, Owen, you, 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 obviously you've been going through obviously some, some recent stuff at the minute and obviously COVID and a few other things obviously lend to that. I'll say, uh, what would you like to say about, you know, obviously with you um, in the minute, like how you, how's your uh, head today? It's so, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, um, I thought I was, to be honest, like in some way I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised I've actually, um, gone up this far um you know the way things are um i guess i was just i, I don't know if it was a bit, bit, it was anything to being like having some naive, naivety or just being oblivious to what was going on and trying to make them the best out of anything um though 
it just, I think it just mm. got to the point where I was just like, you know, I think I was just talking to myself and that saying, not saying like I was okay or anything like that, but I was just thinking like, you know, well, talking to people seems to be working and this and that, but I just, it just, it felt temporary. And I just kept going back to the same spot over and over and over again. Well, I just, I said to myself in the end, I was like, I need to, I need to get something. I need to sort something out because clearly this is not working. And I keep going, you know, around in circles every time. Um, so it's only just been recently I've been, um, mm-hmm. I decided to reach out for help and, and, um, and, you know, I've currently been prescribed uh, Cetraline, which is um, a antidepressant. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, to be honest, like, I'm not really ashamed of saying that just because I, you know, as you probably know, I'm a huge advocate of mental health. And it, I just need to end the stigma that, you know, reaching out for help yeah. is is okay to admit that you're it is not it is okay to not be okay. And, you know, and we're all human at the end of the day. Like, you know, mm. it's just, you're not, you, you, it's just, it feels like with, especially with the pandemic and Instagram, people just trying to say that, you know, oh, everything's okay and everything. When it's just like, for a lot of people, it is not okay. And we need to end that stigma to and the whole idea or notion that you know not everything is you know uh you know rainbows and everything and uh, sunshine and rainbows um yeah yeah it's okay to put the break on breaks on let's be frank because like it's all well and good like keeping on moving but like there's a time and a place for keeping not keeping mm-hmm. no keeping the the accelerator pedal pressed down you know like you, you just you just can't you just can't expect to always be working at 110 miles per hour you know or 110 percent even you know and like i'll say i think it's a very brave thing to really like to talk about even so soon you know talking about obviously about your depression that you've been diagnosed with obviously owen so like obviously it's uh, I, I, I may, I, maybe i'm making it sound worse saying that you've been brave to say that but like i think it's like obviously it's understanding where you're at in life and like if you feel like it, like it, something isn't like working right like for me example as well like I, i've not been diagnosed or anything but i'm having a little bit of counseling sure. from one of my personal development officers for my work so you know like i'm not afraid to say it. like i feel like everybody doesn't uh, everyone has their problems and people have mental health problems but then there are people obviously that have it more than others like it's a varying degree isn't it like you it's like it's not like it's not like a full-on scale but like it's like you know, some people are like in the middle, some people are on the outside, and some people are further towards the. Yeah, I mean, and it's and especially so right. with men that it's it's more difficult for men to reach out, and I'm pretty sure it's the same. It's the same um, in yeah. Canada um, as well that you know men um, don't really talk about their mental health, and there's a reason why um, eight, from the ages of between 18 and 45, there's uh, more su- male suicides. Because you know they they feel like they need to get their shit together and they need to mm. man up or like I'll grow a pair that sort of man up bullshit. and everything right um, and um, yeah and it's and that's what I've been trying to do like for for so long that um, I that's why I put my Instagram stories saying you know it's you know do like it just because you are it, we need to end that whole toxic uh, masculine mentality where you know you need to get you need to get get yourself mm. together and everything or whatever like it's okay to you know even cry or just re- just simply reaching out for people and just say to people like when people would say to you oh how's your day going and you just go actually i feel like shit and um 
It's just it's, it's sometimes it's as simple as just being a bit more honest and like that's never that should never feel like a criticism because I feel like people might perceive that as like you have to speak up no matter what your issue like there, I think there yeah, is still a time no. and place when you feel comfortable to say something like you know you you could have easily have kept you know your diagnosis to yourself you didn't have to tell us immediately but you chose to tell us because. It, it means that you aren't being uh, being quiet and you're also, as you say, like, you know, for an advocate, advocating kind of position of mental health, it helps that you're... Yeah, and then your it's just, it's just for me, at least, that at least we're, if um, in future, if something, you know, were to happen, then at the very least, it doesn't come out of nowhere. It's sort of like we... Like, and, yeah, so, but... Yeah. Um, I've always been someone who rather being open and honest about certain things and i've always been sort of against about what i should do or you know what you know what a man or should be doing or whatever like you know i i just i just feel like when guys tell me like i was like i'll get over it or something like that i've i've always been sort of against that because i just found it so unhealthy and i've been trying to encourage more and more people just to like yeah. obviously obviously by uh, within your own uh, within your own time, like or when you feel uh, feel like opening enough, like, like it's just trying to make people comfortable by reaching out and um, or at least admitting that at least you're getting some professional help exactly, or at least yeah. some help on some sort of um, capacity uh, for to do that. So yeah, from like uh, the Canada standpoint and definitely the higher depression rate. I personally have lost a friend who was male to suicide a few years ago, four or five years ago now. And honestly, all of the stories that came out around it, nobody knew. There was not a right. Yeah, and he was tall, dark, and handsome, covered in tattoos. Was everybody enjoyed his company? You know, didn't seem like there was anything wrong. He was going to the gym with his buddies. Like he was, yeah, um, mm. yeah. Which is funny you say left field because we it met in slow left pitch. Field, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow it's, it's it's crazy isn't it like like it doesn't matter you know which ethnicity you are whether you whether you you know you're born in the uk born in canada anywhere in the world mental health doesn't it's, it's the same thing with like you know a lot of you know the, even like you know covid stuff like there's no discriminating where in the world someone will get mental health like we all have our struggles right and like it's as you say it doesn't matter if you got tattoos or not like tattoos some, some yeah. reason tattoos are perceived sure. as like okay. you're a hard, you know hard <laughs> it's hits, right? kind of thing and it's wrong <laughs> well it gives you that kind of it, it, it's, it's like uh, not like a like um i'm trying to think of the word it's yeah, like, i know you know, i understand it's, it's that, just making you like, just like... like you're a bit more of a, a harder <laughs> person but like even people who've got tattoos like you see people people cry all the time and like i'm i'm not like i don't hide my tears like and i think that's one of those things yeah that, i mean it was sort of lot, like, like they hold the tears oh back. god like if you right. look at the stuff like in the early 2000s or whatever like the humor like you, when you look at the humor that sort of thing that you just go like oh, oh come on god, don't yeah. be gay and it's just like oh, like yeah. oh, god I, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying oh, I'm a because yeah. I definitely did oh, say, oh, tr trust me. I think we're all like we've been guilty of like so that. That's because that's what that's because that's because of what we that everyone's saying. We're all at the guilty time, of so the things. Go yeah. along with it, 
and then we until we we, we kind of all realize like oh maybe that's not such a good idea well, so I'm, I'm an adult now i can make my own decisions as to what i say and what i call people <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> it's like oh i don't have yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I don't have. It's to weird because it's like it's almost like regurgitation. Right, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The whole human race is built off of copying. <laughs> that's how, like, we mimic as babies. We mimic. We copy. Right. Iku yeah. kind of thing. So, mm. when you get to a certain point after that de developmental stage, hopefully you had the right tribe, the right circle, the right parents, the right whatever, whoever was around you. Yeah. That Time to put you on the right path but if not at one point or another you are now an adult and now it is your responsibility to be a functioning adult right yeah and that's just where exactly yeah and it, and, it, and that that takes a lot it takes it takes a lot like sometimes just acknowledging that you've reached the age that now it's time for you to put a lot of priorities in your future whether that's saving for the future um, you know, getting into the right job prospects, you know, like just it, it, for me, for me personally, like I, I always, I always found it quite daunting growing up to be an adult, but like now I'm an adult, it's almost like you kind of, I don't know whether it's just like a light switch moment, but like it, progressively you turn, you flip, you flip the coin or you, you, you flip the script and like, you're like, you're an adult and you're like, okay, everything seems mm -hmm. to be clicking into place now. Like yeah. I feel like everything was easier than I was expecting it to be. You know what I mean? But obviously, no, that's not the I same for everyone, obviously. I'm, I'm obviously, obviously talking yeah. from my perspective. Yeah, and then it's just like connecting with the whole mental health issue. Yeah. It's, it's it's so difficult because obviously with the pandemic and everything that's going on, like a lot, uh, probably a lot of our plans and um, possibly goals uh, that we had in mind to achieve this year has been gone to shit, basically. And... Um, and or, or I mean, not necessarily you know, going to the in such a bad mm. way, but you know, we have to, we either had to cancel certain things or postpone things, or we had to reorganize certain things. And some people, I mean, my, I mean, I can only say from my experience that we, um, I had to, I was hoping to make a short film at least something from this year, or I was planning to finish a short film this year, but I had to completely sort of scrap that and delay it. And that kind of affected my sort of mental state where I was just thinking I wasn't doing anything. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's so difficult to get lost in that. And then to, to then remind yourself saying, you know, just because you're not able to do something um, uh, doesn't mean that you have to, that means you have to cancel it or anything like that. It just means that a situation that's been out of, out of your, your control, mm. it's not anything to do with you. Uh, as you were you were relying on something uh, without knowing what was going to happen in the future so you kind of have to adjust to that and there's nothing wrong with that yeah so. it wasn't a personal attack and I think some people felt like well this is a personal attack on me and when it's like it's a pandemic <laughs> like oh. yeah yeah but I feel like you've got to adjust your expectations and it's weird because like we've never been in one before. Like uh, as far as I'm aware, like all of us here, this is our mm -hmm. like, the, like we've seen stuff like almost look like a pandemic at afar. But literally, I think the only thing in like the last you know maybe fifty to a hundred years that like, mm -hmm. that we can recollect but not have been part of was probably like the influenza, right? Yeah, so, like, we don't know how to adjust ourselves. It's like nobody knows about. Well, there's no like doors, guidebook to say you, you know what could you do in a pandemic. Walls, it's like everyone, everyone's learning it as we go along. I mean, God, fuck me, though, especially from the our government is just seems that they're just making shit up as they go along. <laughs>
Yeah, just ins- insert country government, and there is probably some stupid mistake or conspiracy, or you know, just oh you know, if you look at like something like our government where they fucked up track and trace like unbelievably quick. And you look, and you then, I mean, even just for England and Wales, and then you look up to Scotland and Northern Ireland, yeah, and they're, I mean, that's their the COVID thing. It's like, like, why are we, why are we acting like, like we're just following just after? When, um, what other other countries are doing, and then we go, oh, I, I suppose we could we could do that as well. I'm like, what oh, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't. I don't know how it is for you, Minty, up in up in Canada at the minute. I mean, obviously, as you said before we got started, like you've been like not focusing too heavily on it, but uh, obviously, yeah, I'm sure you, you've got a system in place, track and trace. I'll be honest. I again, like I don't. I are. <laughs> Uh, we were basically told stay home just like everybody else was pretty much that lockdown thing, yada, yada, yada. Some stores had mandatory masks. Some didn't. Um, we've sort of been pushing more now into more areas, having those mandatory masks just as like, mm. a, uh, maybe we lifted this a little early. Uh, fortunately for me, nobody ever mm. wants to visit Saskatchewan. So <laughs> yeah, enter, we saw everything coming from a mile oh, away. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so, like, like, I can see it's coming uh, over the hill. The first is case of COVID yes, that is. hit here, I'm pretty sure it was the first case. We all shut down. We're like, okay, fuck it. No. <laughs> we're not yeah. taking any risks. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're yeah. I'll say, I'll say, how, I'll say, what is, oh, what is, if you don't, don't mind me know. asking, like, what is the <laughs> population of where you live like? I'll say, I'll say, would you say, oh, would you say to... you're a large area or a medium, <laughs> smallish area? Hang on, no, wait, I'm, I'm looking at like, let's, let's say, good, like, the that, average, like, city. So like two, well, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh look at it, look at it, me putting on the specs. It's in brackets 2016, so I don't know if it's changed or not. Probably not. Um, Maybe a little bit. We are growing quite quickly. Yeah. So, I mean, but apparently, according to then, it, w- it had a population of uh, 246,400 people. <laughs> okay, so probably i'd probably say that you're quite related to my area my area i think only has about about a hundred thousand two hundred thousand when you add it into like the fur the further areas of the county because i live in i live in one like area of the county as opposed to like oh. the whole county's like got like i think close to a million so like we're all like spread out in a way like so I, i'd probably say you're probably on the same scale as me like literally my area like we've only got like 12 cases it's like, but I'm part of the county that's still in in the new tier alert. So we're one from the top at the minute. Oh. So like, we're not technically allowed to be uh, socialising okay. with, well, we with are, the households we're at the minute. We're at the point now where still we're doing it, um, you know. allowed, I believe it's 15 or 30 indoors or 15 indoors and 30 outdoors. Um, just keeping social distancing. Oh yeah, we've, we've done really, really well when it came to the COVID okay. stuff here. But again, we saw it coming, so... <laughs> And we got yeah. lots of mistakes. <laughs> so we... well, that's the thing, I guess, isn't it? I can't remember if Canada. We, down the yeah, UK, we did. We had ours. I'm sure Canada. We did. had ours about. Sure, like, um, like, was, about was you like March, early March or late February? Yeah. Should have yeah, been, been the end of February. Should have been at least the March. last. The last yeah, we were March fifteenth. I got taken. I was in the paramedic program, and I got taken off of car. Uh, off of the the, the ambulance um 
So yeah, Feb- I remember that oh, March fifteenth because I nearly cried because I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So li- literally, like yeah. one yeah, five so, days um... apart from the UK. Then wow, money. Because I, I, I think March fifteenth. I, I don't know if I, I, can't, I can't remember if, if we were talking quite frequently about the night. Obviously, we've been speaking for a while. Obviously, me and that. But like, I can't remember if we spoke in that moment. <laughs> yep. I remember Priorities. we spoke about obviously uh, no <laughs> time to die, double seven being delayed just before I left for yeah. for uh, yeah. That was I think that was on the fifth of March. We that got announced, and we were both talking on the on the on a, uh, Instagram about it, and like so. But I remember like we were talking within that same time bubble. But like, yeah, I got back on the fifteenth. Uh, no, sorry, 14th from America, literally on the Tuesday, the 16th, yeah. I think it was, the the borders were closed in America. So, like, I just got back home from my Miami little skint and then, like, cruise as well and back to Miami and back to the UK. So, yeah, I, literally then, like, I did, like, maybe, like, I think four days in work and then I was, the, the schools, the colleges, everything closed. So, yeah, I think March 20th, yeah, the day before, uh, yeah, the day I was, was going to run another meetup yeah, I was for portrait photography as well, in London. We got so, the news. yeah. That yeah, was the start so... of lockdown. Oh well, but, it was yeah. So, but and so to you know go back to the creative side. So, is there anything, <laughs> uh, Mindy, that you want to uh, possibly venture like at some point? Do you want to do uh, try um, like studio photography, or is there anything that you want to? Uh, is there anything like a shoot idea that you always wanted to do? Or yeah. At least, uh, there's a few like i said pinterest love it sure (laughs) i've got like all these different categories that are different shoots i want (laughs) to do i think the way that i'm going to take my the next step in my photography journey here we'll call it um i i want to be able to seek out hey who wants to do this type of shoot i want to shoot this specific thing versus just the normal oh I'm a family photographer or I do just portraits or I I really go down that creative road and do the single I just want that one image but I want to capture it beautifully versus yeah yeah that's it um and is there like any um and in in the area where you are like is there any areas um that has access to like sort of studios if you wanted to do like studio photography or is that like oh studio photography has never really popped out at me i thought it was okay boring to me To be fair, I can see why you would say it seems boring. I guess it really depends on what your what your expectations of what you want in a studio are like. If you want headshots, you go to a studio. If you want to model some clothes, you go to a studio. Because, but then obviously the end, there, there are obviously arguments to say like, mm-hmm. why would you not do it outside? Like, like right now, like it's starting to turn into winter. It's like yeah. you're getting your sunsets now. Autonomous season, basically, right now, isn't it? So. I guess it really lends to what you what you what really works for you, and also what the I guess even what it's like mm-hmm. in your hemisphere. Because obviously, like you're in the top uh, the top of the world right now, over where you are in Canada. Yep. So like, oh, yeah. you're, get, you're getting you're getting it snow already. At least really one call, but that hasn't snow, shown up I yet. Imagine, right? It was it's yeah, um, but yeah, no. For me, it's my favorite, oh, and I know this is weird because <laughs> it has nothing to do with the camera at all. But my favorite part of photography is the location scouting. You're driving. Around yeah yeah. you're driving down some whatever back road or some city and you just happen to look to the right and you're like holy fuck you need to reverse i need to (laughs) (laughs) yeah and just Just like have like 
<laughs> like yeah, that view just yeah, you're like, going it, it and you're like, oh my god, but if she was there view. or if he was there or if and if we had that type of dress, oh and that lighting there uh, and trust oh my me, god, I've I, I I I've done the same where I look for I'm yeah. I'm in the bus or a train or something, and I'll be like, This location would be so good to make a short film or something oh, like yeah. that. So I, I so Oh, tell me about it. Like literally, it's unreal. Like there's places in like London, for example, like where like you see like the shard just pop yep. out from one of the rows. You're yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, Smash it's just so wonderful. Come back and shoot it a future time. Bro. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I think this is a, probably a good time to uh, sort of. Um, uh, I, I, I just I, I feel bad about it. I just like this. Right, we're going to end it here. But uh, no. Well, here's the thing: we can always do more. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that, yeah that's a, that's a good way to think about it I, yeah, yes. I, I, oh, I yes. enjoyed this definitely so. yeah. it's been good funny as today I'd say we, we uh, me and Owen were like talking about like doing something after this but I feel like I said, I said I literally text you as like was like was all doing this podcast still literally going like okay this has been a great episode maybe we should actually leave it on a good note like this and maybe then come back yeah. to like, the stuff that we wanted to talk about in another episode because I feel like this episode alone like we've oh, talked longer you. than we probably was going to be talking with you Mindy. no it's, it's like, definitely like, like thank um, you for your time. it's been it's really been insightful to sort of you know have sort of my yeah. um because uh, we had um Josh's friend come over last yeah, last episode right um and then we talked about certain things that he wanted to talk about um, because obviously he's yeah, very much into yeah. like because of the situation with cinemas closing. So that was kind of a good thing to have sort of like a group to talk about certain things that we know about. And obviously, mm. and then obviously thought like, oh yeah, Mindy, ha- Mindy does photography. Let's get mm-hmm. her in into it. So photography and mental health, man. I will always talk about mental health. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's the beauty part, isn't it? Like, like sometimes it just lends itself, as we already said in our first episode, and when we first set out to make this podcast, is like we always want to lend to having a third voice or a fourth voice. You know, yeah. it lends to <laughs> giving different perspectives. Oh, so I things. tried, I tried real hard. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and obviously like we say like it's it, it's you know it's it's it, we, we had someone who was uh, obviously one of my friends here in the UK and obviously this week we've had one of you obviously friends obviously you can if you uh, want to but I may not know why <laughs> Owen obviously <laughs> so yeah <laughs> but yeah I would say yeah I'm at Copperhead Photography it's all one it. word um yeah, it's my Instagram page. I'm nowhere else. That's it. <laughs> one destination. One stop shop. <laughs> just one just destination. A, just one direct one route. Place to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys again. All right. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, of course, I'll. Well, uh, you've been Owen, I've been Josh, of course. <laughs> Lend into that, obviously. Whoever you want to find us on Instagram, of course, uh, Owen.Burkett and Mr. Josh D. And until next time, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you soon cool. in the next episode.